How do you want to be seen? Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am, very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. Today, I have the pleasure of sharing with you Lisa Arnold, who is a self-taught photographer who shows women their beauty and people, in general, their strength. All around that one question, how do you want to be seen? Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Intimacy Truths podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. Um, I'm super excited to have you on our podcast. Um, intimacy, right? Intimacy isn't about what behind what's behind closed doors and what you do brings such a level of intimacy to people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I feel like you empower them to take it more than just their session with you. So for everyone who wants to know, Lisa is a portrait photographer um, and she shows women their beauty. And having that and having the skill to teach women to take that with them and apply it to their life in uh, further ways is a really special uh, skill to have. So please share with us about um, your why you chose what you chose and how you've gotten to this path. Uh, I was the typical wedding photographer. I think most photographers, especially when I started, that's how they started making money was weddings. And I loved it. I loved weddings. It got a little bit stale. It was kind of the same sameness all the time. Mm. Um, but it was great. You know, it was bread and butter. However, there was one bride when I lived in St. Louis and she called me crying because she was determined that her, she would not look good in her wedding pictures. Now this woman is the typical Barbie, beautiful and sweet and bright and funny. She's the whole package. And it occurred to me there's no one immune to this. There's no one who's not affected by, by these feelings of doubt and insecurity. So I gifted her a bridal sitting and we just played. I told her to bring her wedding dress. I also wrapped her up in just a white sheet. And by the end of the session, she was outside. Now this is in St. Louis. She was downtown in St. Louis in the street, twirling around in her dress. Mm. So it occurred to me, she started here at this point of self-doubt and deprecation, and she just felt light and beautiful by the end. And I thought, this is what I want. This is what I want to do from now on. I want to show women everywhere their beauty and that it is not determined by marketing, by what commerce tells them is beautiful. It is showing them what they either forgot or never knew about themselves. And that's what I, I am. S- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's it. That's, I get to do that. Yes, you do. And I'm super passionate about this topic, especially being a mom and from like the, uh, the family dynamic and in the home is really, really important. 
in, for example, costumes, right? Like there's no he or she costumes in our house. If my son wants to wear a princess dress, he gets to put that on. If my daughter wants to wear the Hulk thing, you know, whatever it is, she gets to put that on. And so as we get into adulthood, we kind of lose that. We lose that ability to just be free with ourselves and play. And we have to have our hair a certain way or right we feel like we have to look at a certain act and then all of a sudden behind closed doors we get to then be who we are and so when you take that you take that self-doubt and that self-deprecation and you basically eradicate it with come be who you are and continue to be who you are i i photography right we all have these phones <clears throat> with these cameras and it's great to snap the photo. Like I love just going back and scrolling through my phone, especially for my mountain pictures. I wish I could pay a photographer every time I climbed a mountain because every mountain teaches me a new lesson. Mm -hmm. And I get to go back to those photos and look at that lesson, right? Um, and same thing with children, like in our families, we get to have these wonderful things that we get to preserve those memories. Um, with that said, taking professional photos there's no replacement for it. it. It like every family, every person should do it at least once a year where they go and get dolled up and dolled up. I mean, I took um, branding photos recently for business and it was like simple makeup and my hair, she curled my hair and I felt amazing after leaving and I felt put together. And, you know, when you work from home, you don't necessarily take that action. So when you have that opportunity to just go and be and not have to work like someone is taking care of you and they're showing you your beauty when they give you it's just yeah. such a powerful um business and job like i don't even know what would you what do you call it that's what would you coin that because it's not it's so much more than the term business it's so much more than a job and all those other things so if you if you could label yourself what would you make that it is an experience it's an experience. Yeah. yeah. I was more so talking about your magic, but I love the experience piece. It really, it's an experience of finding who you are within. It is. And it starts with a conversation, mm. right? As it, as it must. And for a long time, I wasn't sure how to have that conversation. So I asked, to be honest, I would go to these network meetings and you know, you're supposed to have these little taglines. Mm. And I started with, how do you want to be photographed? And it occurred to me, well, one, they don't know. That's why they're hiring you. And two, they don't want to be photographed. They're terrified. Yeah. And then I realized, no, the question is, how do you want to be seen? Yes. What is it about you that you want people to know? Because that is your portrait. That is how you should be seen because you're right we're all walking around with cameras that are better than the original digital dslrs honestly mm. so it's not the tool it's the being seen yes and that's why i say it's an experience because sometimes it is very emotional i'll have women sitting in front of me they know why they're there. They paid the sitting fee. You know, they, they know what's happening. And we'll be having a great conversation until I raise my camera up. And suddenly they are God. overwhelmed. They're yep. anxious. They get all fidgety. 
they say things that make no sense. Like, I don't know how to smile. I don't, <laughs> you were just smiling, but I get it. I'm not criticizing them. Of I course, totally of course. get it. Yeah. And so through the process, I get to see them start from there and end up with, when can I do this again? Yeah. With my daughter and with my mother and I want them to have this experience before they've even seen an image, mm. simply because they've been seen. Yes. That's it. And I get and to do that. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. And to tie it into like intimacy, you're providing um, experiential intimacy and to the 10th degree, you're, you're also providing like an experiential intimacy um, and, and I've talked about different stages of intimacy or types of intimacy. It's a pretty quick, easy Google search, um, on the podcast. And so the experiential intimacy is so important, right? We, when we're experiencing things like the dating phase, right? We are experiencing each other in different environments and trying to understand who each other is and, and all these other different, um, avenues to dating or to being with somebody. And so, there's there's a there's a an experience in going out to eat or going to the movie or being in public right that's not bonding that's just experiencing a, a moment together right where your experience is literally um, something I love to do in my work is just rip that bandaid off and be like it's gonna hurt but let's do this because on the other side of that hurt is happiness right like pain is inevitable suffering is an option and when i say that right people do the same thing it's like well uh, no that's interesting that's very yeah interesting. like yeah. suffering is an option right and you're basically what you're doing is you're ripping that band-aid off and you're and you're saying to them like this pain does not have to be an option right or suffering the suffering does not have to be an option the pain is life right life is always going to be there to try to hiccup things whereas if you choose this happiness if you choose your self-love if you choose so much about yourself and who you want to be and who you desire to be and all that other um really deep level stuff it our lives just shift significantly and your experience brings that to light in so many ways. Um, do you do work virtually or do you, is it all in person? No, yeah. it's a very intimate experience. It is very much an intimate experience. Yeah. I work with businesses. We create videos through Zoom. We can do that. That's fine. But as far as the portrait. Yeah. No. That portrait no, we're, experience or where we are together wherever yeah. we are together that's fooey because just like uh uh fooey is my little kid term of like oh man <laughs> um because you know when when you find a golden nugget and you want to share it with the world it's it's like it's it's great that we have all this technology where we can be virtual but someone such as yourself the world needs you. The world needs your message. Um, our society is combating all of this negativity and someone such as yourself has such a message, such a experience, all of it to share. It's really special. Um, well, I did want to- is mine. Yeah. I, I travel the world. So that's not even an issue. Oh, cool. I, have a road, I had a road trip project planned before COVID, which included photographing women along the way. All over really? That is so cool. See, oh my God, you're amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. 
Um, I wanted to comment. How do you want to be seen? That is your podcast. Uh, um, what would that be called? It's a theme. It's my theme. Theme. Yeah. Your theme or your title is that? So if someone's if they searched like, well, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put we'll make sure we put the okay. link in the show notes. So what do you what do you talk about on there? How do you want to be seen? If you could go a little bit deeper in the experience that you're providing what is it that you're providing in that experience on the a soul level is more receiving from my guests mm-hmm. and trying to share so i just want to be kind of a conduit to share with others these incredible people some of them are in business others are creatives it's just people who should be seen you know people who should be known and I've spoken to a lot of coaches, which is great, but um, I also, I, I just want, I just want everybody, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like there's this lack of connection, even before COVID, I think that social media kind of fooled us into thinking we were connected, but we weren't, mm-hmm. and so I get to have these conversations, real conversations like this, you know, Yeah. and then just share them with with others yes the art so that would be artificial intimacy which i am like super super passionate about removing from our world which is not a battle i'm gonna live in my us you know conquer in my lifetime but things like google and facebook and instagram like today i was having a conversation with a client about the client's desire to post something about their partner uh, that was not n- not positive and yeah. their perspective was i'm speaking my truth and it's like are you really though are yeah. you speaking your truth or are you trying to speak n- negative to somebody else's truth and that person and not to speak right like we all make those choices we all we all have a version of ourselves that comes out when it's a conflicted challenging time like this client is definitely challenged right now so that that response was like hey man i get it right i get you're you're having a hard time where can you exert that energy appropriately uh again my to get back to my main point was the the desire to post something on facebook was providing some version of intimacy that they're missing they feel they are missing out on um, and, and that they are going to receive from the people that are on social media, which you will receive, you will receive people's perspectives. You will receive, you know, maybe you'll get a, oh no, so sad. Like we're here for you, right? You will receive these different things. Is that validation going to help you? Right. Yeah. Or can you exactly it, the validation comes from within, uh, and that intimacy, that pure bond, that pure connection even through challenging times. And um, I, sh- I've, I think I've shared some of my story on the podcast. I haven't done it in a, in a long time. And Lisa, you most certainly uh, know large parts of my story. Um, I don't go around toting it. I don't go around, you know, oh, poor me. I don't go around making it this bigger thing than what it is because it's a part of me, but it doesn't make me who I am, right? Um, and so when I say, these, you know, pain is inevitable, suffering is an option. People look at me like, you don't understand. And it's like, oh, but I do. Mm-hmm. I just have gotten past letting suffering control my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on the other side and I crave for other people. I just want to make the world a better place. 
and bring that light to the world. And you, my friend, are doing that with in a such a different but same way. And I love how our our community, our local community and businesses are taking back that control where there's only so much we can do on the molecular level, like the family, you know, nuclear level and all that other stuff. Uh, but as a community, the more we, as the people who want to make it a better place, come together to make that common, that common, you're in control and helping people break those patterns and, and really embrace who they are and understand how to really bond and connect. We just are slowly combating and making the world a better place rather than everything else. And it's so empowering. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I see these women and I say women, I work with men too, but typically the emotional reaction is from women and they have just been pigeonholed either from society or their family, whatever they tell themselves. Mm -hmm. And to see them, all I really do is reflect back to them what I see. That's it. And so suddenly they get to see themselves and they're like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know that about myself. It's interesting that that kind of, we just came full circle there with the initial statement of the photographs and what the photographs mean. And, and you literally are just capturing them in their moment and then conveying it back to them by giving them those photographs. And uh, that reminds me of a video I watched in college. I wish I still had it where uh, there's like a person, uh, a creative, someone drawing a picture and the person is describing themselves. It's have you seen that video yeah. it's so yeah. heart-wrenching really but then is. when other people describe the person yes. it's this this beautiful portrait and and so it just speaks a lot to our inner voice uh in our inner self-sabotaging tendencies we all have them men woman child like i just don't understand why it is such a natural place for us to go as it humans starts so young it does yeah, it's indoctrinated almost, you know, and the thing is, we would never tolerate anyone saying that about anyone else that we I love, know. even if we didn't love them, even to a stranger, yeah. we would come to the aid of a stranger if they were yeah. being abused verbally, hopefully right. anyway. Yes. But in our own minds, we just accept it as truth. It's just yeah. true. I'm too fat. I'm too old. I waited too long. I'm too, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. My, one of my, go ahead. I had this incredible experience. Um, family was walking by my studio. It was a it was parents and a grown daughter, and the mother knew right away that it was a portrait studio. So she was she was gone, and the husband, just real sweet, he's just looking around. Hey, what's this? And I said, I show women their beauty, and that's it. So he calls his wife back, and she's like, No, 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 no. And her daughter has her arm linked in. Like, come on. Look. So they come into the studio and I said, so when's the last time you were photographed? The entire time the woman's just, no, 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 no. And so I said, well, when's the last time you were photographed with your daughter? And she started crying. Mm. Well, my, my appointment came, so they had to leave. And she came back later that day and said, I haven't stopped crying since you asked me that question. I'm going to cry. <laughs> she booked it. She went home. I told her I gave her my information. A couple of weeks later, she booked a shoot. A few weeks later, they came back there from upstate New York. And mm -hmm. she and her daughter came back and just spent a beautiful afternoon being seen. Yeah. And I have to address mothers and tell you, 
this is one of those mothers who does everything right. She will tell her daughter, you are beautiful. Mm. You are important. You, you, you don't need to change anything. Mm. You're perfect the way you are. But that same daughter, if she sees her mother get a glimpse of herself in the mirror, she will hear her say, I hate whatever, fill in the blank, right? I hate my yeah. hips, my hair, my body, myself, my, my being. Now, which of those messages is that daughter going to implant right. into her psyche? Yeah. She'll want the first one. She'll own the second one. Yeah. So when this mother did the painful thing, the hard thing, and came back and said, I just have to do this, it was nothing but beautiful. Mm. And I they see their images and it was more tears. It was just beautiful. Yeah. And before she even saw the images, though, it was hugs and tears and love. And she was seeing. That's it. She was just seeing. So special. That's something I'm challenged with right now as a mom where uh, I've had three children, you know, and I'm and I'm not 30 yet. And so my body does not look like a 29 year old you know, woman and right. So that's the head trash. And I recognize that. So I'm, I'm, you know, doing my mountaineering and I feel really powerful when I do that stuff. So that the head trash kind of is fading as I start to do more of that type of uh, exercising and stuff. But I catch myself like squeezing and then my daughter now is saying, mommy, is my tummy flat? And I, and I don't know, I like, don't recognize her saying that I don't recognize or or myself saying it around her. I like, I'm excited that my tummy is starting to go down because, you know, having three babies and, and mom sag. Um, and so when I, when I, when she first repeated it, I was just like, how do I unravel this? How do I change that? Obviously it starts with us. Uh, it starts within here. Um, Another thing I wanted to comment on too earlier, what was it? It's too late. I'm too old, right? All these, those type of statements. I went to school with a 76 year old man who was a recovering drug addict going to school to get his addiction counseling. You cannot tell me you were told I'm going to be that 90 year old woman walking to an college room, teaching all those new students what life is really like, right? Like you can make a difference no matter if you see yourself, right? Just seeing yourself gives you that opportunity to make such an impact on the world. So now that woman is making an impact on her daughter, who's going to make an impact on all of those other girls that she engages with who have not had that experience with their mothers or their family, right? And then that's just going to trickle from there. And it's going to combat all of the negativity that is put into our world by hate and fear uh, and, and suffering. And Even unknowingly. I mean, those mothers who do that, they don't realize it. They don't. They we don't. don't. We don't. I should speak for myself. I didn't realize it. Right. I'm and and the message that I'm can, and that some of usually the behind closed doors is like, I'm do, I don't, I won't look in the mirror unless she's not around. Like I really f- try to figure out those pieces. So she must've heard me like say something to my husband, like, look, or, and recently I've been like super bloated. So I'm like, oh, I'm all bloated. And so, but she's getting a completely different message. And then to speak even to the filters, 
that kids filters in the in oh. the you're just you don't look natural when you use filters and I don't wear makeup I don't use filters I take pictures and I don't care <laughs> right um for the most part I try to do good angles like I try to do what I can do with you know the basic tech that I have uh and so I hope to convey that to my children and and then to the listeners please if there's anything you can do for yourself and for your family, it's to take the time to look within and not be scared what's there. Be proud of what's there. Literally see yourself for who you desire to be and who you want to be and who you are. Such beautiful, beautiful souls. And I, I, those words come out of my mouth. Absolutely. Every conversation I have, like, thank you for being you seriously Lisa like thank you for being you thank you for choosing the path that you choose we need to hear that so much more we need to hear those words uh and and be able to really embody them most times people get uncomfortable and then they try to like make it not about them it's like no take that I'm giving you this space to let you be you and and that's exactly what you do I love it and honestly those people who say it's too late Here's the weird thing, across the board, everyone I know who does not like the way they look, if you show them pictures of themselves 10, 15, 20 years ago, they will say, I didn't know. I yeah. thought it was kind of cute. Now, don't you think that will happen? I mean, time is just going to continue to tick along. Right. Just embrace who you are now. It sounds so cheesy. It does like embrace yourself. <laughs> but it's really you true. are who you are you know, and if you don't want to do it, ask yourself why. If it's because you're not interested in portraits, totally cool. I get that. If it's because you're afraid or uncomfortable, well, then that's a totally different conversation mm -hmm. and it should be had. It, it absolutely just be photographed. Yeah. Somebody okay. recently, I was having a conversation with, uh, I don't remember who it was, and they said something along the lines of, um, People die at 30, but get buried at 70. Oh, that's heart-wrenching. Yeah, <laughs> right. If you think about that, what the magnitude of that statement is we, wow. we go to work and we pay our bills and yeah. we follow the citizenship rules and we go to school and we pay our debt and we have our children and then we get to, we get married, right? We buy our car. We, we do yeah. all of the things that we think bring us joy because that's what's been, that's the American dream, right? Exactly. Like that's, that's what's being told to you your whole life and in many different forms. Um, and so when I heard that statement and I, and again, I'm not 30 yet. So I was like, <laughs> 29 is going out with a bang, <laughs> right? Like I, and then even 30, like I can't wait for 30. I can't wait. Yeah. For my, to experience life in my 30s that whole if you knew if I knew then what I know now which basically speaks to your portrait if I knew then 10 years ago what I that I would love not right like I would feel beautiful right older if I'm 10 years older and I look back at my photo it's like wow I really actually love the way I look then um right. if I knew then what I know now and and I'm taking that with my message overall message of 
I like 29 20s were spent having children 20s were spent raising kids 20 my body was a vessel to keep my children alive right beautiful thing so grateful to have that experience I'm so lucky to have three beautiful healthy now healthy um, children and so uh, in the 30s it's like I'm taking that time for me and the more I say that the more I do that the more I show that other people are just kind of coming out of the woodwork. Like some people are saying, thank you for sharing because you've empowered me. Other people are saying, I'm so jealous. And it's like, no, that's not my intention at all. My intention is for you to see that you deserve this just as much as anyone else next to you. Um, and, you know, I will even push back a little bit for those who have four moms with little ones. They do the same thing. Well, wait until, wait until. And I just had a shoot with a woman. Her mom was my client. So this, this woman has a one-year-old. So her whole life for two years, of course, is baby, right? Yep. Nearly two years. Mm-hmm. And her mom wanted her to see how beautiful she was. Mm-hmm. And we, I went up and I met her up in Portland. And we spent the whole afternoon wrapping her up in fabric and on the, the bluffs. And it was just in, in downtown on at City Hall stairs. And <laughs> she felt beautiful yeah as well she should right as well she should not just because she's physically beautiful but she's such a beautiful person yeah and i have yet to meet a woman that i didn't want to photograph it's never happened how do you want to be seen how do you want to be seen yeah that is such a powerful statement question very powerful well thank you very much for sharing your wisdom and being on the podcast um if anyone is interested in learning more about lisa we will put all the links in the show notes Um, i appreciate you